Hello and welcome to A Poet Once Said, where we discuss one poem every episode. I'm your host Rahul, and I'm Amod. And the poem I'm, we are going to discuss today is titled "The Latest Freed Man" by Wallace Stevens. Let me repeat the format of the show. We first read out the poem, the entire poem. Then we discuss our first impressions. Then we go line by line deconstructing the poem, and in the end, we introduce the poet a bit. And we hope that it incites enough interest in you to read that poet more. So let me start with the reading of the poem. Go for it. The the latest freed man by Wallace Stevens. Tired of the old descriptions of the world, the latest freed man rose at six and sat on the edge of his bed. He said, "I suppose there is a doctrine to this landscape. Yet, having just escaped from the truth, the morning is color and mist, which is enough. The moments rain and sea, the moments sun." the strong man vaguely seen overtaking the doctrine of this landscape of him and of his works i am sure he bathes in the mist like a man without a doctrine the light he gives it is how he gives his light it is how he shines rising upon the doctors in their beds and on their beds and so the freedman said it was how the sun came shining into his room to be without a description of to be for a moment on rising at the edge of the bed to be to have the ant of the self changed to an ox with its organic boomings to be changed from a doctor into an ox before standing up to know that the change and that the ox like struggle come from the strength that is the strength of the sun whether it comes directly or from the sun it was how he was free it was how his freedom came it was being without description being an ox it was the importance of the trees outdoors the freshness of the oak leaves not so much that they were oak leaves as the way they looked it was everything being more real himself at the center of reality seeing it it was everything bulging and blazing and big in itself the blue of the rug the portrait of vidal qui fait fides juile banal the chairs talia talia first impression first impression first impression the poem gripped my attention in the first two lines felt like i should keep reading yeah and uh, some parts were felt complex yeah feels like i should read again to absorb them more mm. and roughly speaking the poem talks to me about taking the responsibility of one's own freedom is the pathway to freedom okay yeah my first impression was that the poem is complicated yes yeah and i'll have to read it again to fully grasp what it says the things that i the first impression told me were that there's a very common trope that has been used by poet 
the poet which that that trope is the personification of sun we'll discuss mm-hmm. it in line by line analysis but that's the first thing that came to my mind and the title is the latest freedman what is the latest so there can be multiple meanings of freedom for people freed multiple times right mm. so the second last freedman had something else to say about freedom yeah and the latest freedman has this to say maybe the next freedman or the next latest freedman will have something else to say mm-hmm. and um, i have to ask this which language is the last line oh it's french i cheated i asked someone i know who knows french yeah and so did you ask nupur about this? yeah <laughs> okay what is the meaning of this i forgot <laughs> <laughs> so i'll google <laughs> i was busy rote learning or practicing the pronunciation okay i was surprised it's fate so that the t is pronounced in fate No it's not pronounced did i pronounce the t yeah you did oh then i'm sorry uh, I, i got to know that you don't pronounce the last letter in french don't even try i was better yolies <laughs> okay uh this this is no <laughs> so that was french no that wasn't so that 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 french thing it means who ignores trivial prettiness acha the chairs no it's not a description it's it's an item in the list that includes oh, 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 oh. the a painting of vidal the uh, the blue rug why are we jumping to the end of the poem we'll come to that let's start from the beginning and end at the end <laughs> sure it's not my line it's louis carrels from alice in wonderland i'm sure it is Yeah it is it is. Yeah I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> okay. Yeah so let's start with the first three lines. Tired of the old descriptions of the world. Okay let's start with the first line. What do you mean and what can be old descriptions of the world? Yeah so now I'm going to look at it from um my lens because now when I'm starting to read a poem I am going to think of what old descriptions of the world are there in my lives and duniya mein aisa hi hota hai wale jo bhi sentences hai those are the old descriptions for me yeah that's exactly what i thought hmm that bhai dekh lo aisa hi hota hai this is how it works hmm. right which essentially means this is how it's supposed to work or aisa nahi hota hai both the things i mean nahi hona is equal to hona which i guess he talks about later in the poem but yeah this is how it is supposed to be hmm. because this is how we have become this is the way we have become comfortable with so yeah this is how it is supposed hmm. to be that is the case most of the times mm-hmm. so this freed man is essentially getting freed from those old definitions and descriptions of the world No no he got tired yeah he got tired and he freed himself from those old descriptions that we don't know yet not yet later but why is he rising up at 6 that i didn't understand i mean who rises up at 6 what kind of a free man <laughs> see that is free <laughs> choice of, <laughs> of waking up <laughs> at 6am <At 6 laughs> and sitting 
and sitting yeah you I'll, wake up and you just you know i'll you twist and turn in your bed <laughs> i'll do instagram <laughs> if i wake up at 6 i'll watch videos reels yeah maybe yeah but yeah, i but, mean that is why i thought this poem is essentially a pathway to freedom and responsibility is in a way yeah so look at the image of it the latest freed man rose at 6 and sat on the edge of his bed when do you sit on the edge of his bed a when you realize something there's an epiphany that has happened in your mind and you wake up and you sit on the edge of the bed that yes i'm going out in the world and change it or i'll do something or when you're enthusiastic basically and full of energy no you sit at the edge of the bed with your hands on the bed and there is a hunch in your back and you're wondering what the fuck did just now happen what can be that what the fuck that happened is it he waking up at 6 <laughs> he's still there <laughs> cut out this part no 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 don't edit this <laughs> okay yeah so essentially there's a man who is apparently freed. freed and he's the latest freed man because someone is keeping a an account of who's getting free <laughs> when <laughs> yeah. they are getting free and uh, yeah and then he starts talking probably to himself mm-hmm. because this is a th- this is like the next stanza is in the entire stanza is in quotes hmm. and the the poet has not pretended that he's writing poetry and so he'll use some off-handed way of introducing a quote he has simply used what is used most what is used in prose most of the times which is he said hmm comma and quote but why is there a big stanza break is it called a stanza break yes It's like a the line is starting oh you're saying late. okay why is the line starting from i suppose there is is no, that no, what no. you're asking there's a big space before yeah. i suppose yeah so essentially when you have to take your eyes back to the leftmost edge of the page hmm. to start and read the next line there the pause is more here the poet does not want us to pause for that long acha and the rhythm of the line would have been disturbed if he had the line would have been too long if he had written i suppose there is hmm. in the previous line so that decision is taken because of that so i'll try to explain the difference the way it is written now i i'll read it this way tired of the old descriptions of the world the latest freed man rose at 6 and sat on the edge of his bed he said i suppose there is a doctrine to this landscape now if i suppose were written in the beginning hmm. i my pause between e he said and i suppose would have been longer sure not that he said i suppose there is a doctrine to this landscape yet having just escaped from the truth the morning is color and mist i loved the fact that he uses is instead of full mm. of filled mm. with mm. laced with decorated with and so on <laughs> which the romantic poets are so obsessed with he says what's morning it's color and mist mm. and how 
he explains very clearly in the next lines you have anything to say no but before going to the next line i want to look at this line i suppose there is a doctrine Talking to this to landscape. landscape so he's tired of the old descriptions but he supposes that there is a doctrine to of this course. landscape yeah yeah so i have something to say about that mm-hmm. you complete it first no no say something yeah. about that so doctrine to this landscape and escaped from the truth hmm right these two are the the doctrine and the truth are the same thing here and i'll tell you why because the morning rises despite the truth right by escaping from the truth basically right mm-hmm. and the rising of morning is the breaking of that doctrine um this made zero sense to me <laughs> okay i'll explain again i'll explain again so okay uh, maybe when we reach the end of this stanza this will become clearer right so let's keep the truth aside for a moment sure, and okay. talk about only doctrine right hmm, hmm. i suppose there is a doctrine to this landscape yet having just escaped from the truth the morning is color and mist right hmm. so the morning uh, yeah which is enough the moments rain and sea the moment sun the strong man vaguely seen overtaking the doctrine of this landscape so the rise of the morning the advent of the morning is essentially equivalent to or or it is essentially overtaking the doctrine that is there to that landscape mm. right so the i'll just take it for what it is right now these are dense lines you tell me i mean i'm sure you have a lot to say about this i have a lot to say but i want to get get to the end of the stanza first and then come back yeah no let's do that because i don't really have a lot to say about this as i said this was a complex poem for me yeah so one thing is clear the morning has replaced the doctrine has overtaken the doctrine hmm which this man the freed man the latest freed man believes existed right mm-hmm. of him and of his works i am sure now the son who is the strong man basically here it's quite clear this is the personification that mm. i was talking about this i found quite strange because this is a trope or this is a technique that was used by the romantics quite a lot and it got boring but here it somehow is not mm. because comparing the son to I don't remember any reading a poem where the sun is compared with a very strong man. The mm. sun is always compared with something a magnificent. And man is rarely magnificent. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Men are not magnificent. Even I mean humans. Okay. Okay. Yeah, men. This <laughs> <laughs> the moment sun, the strong man vaguely seen. overtaking the doctrine of this landscape of him and his works i am sure he bathes in the mist like a man without a doctrine the light he gives it is how he gives his light 
दिस इज सच अ ब्यूटिफुल वे ऑफ एक्सप्रेसिंग इट आई टेल यू हिंदी इक्वेल अनसक्सेसफुल विल कट इट आउट सो ये बोलते ना यार वो कितना अच्छा था क्या बताऊं कितना अच्छा था नो द लाइट ही गिव्स इट इज हाउ इट इज हाउ ही गिव्स इज लाइट नो नो दिस इज दिस इज जस्ट माइंड ब्लोइंग नो या आई मीन माइंड ब्लोइंग यस बट एंड व्हाट फॉलोज इज इवन मोर माइंड ब्लोइंग इट इज हाउ ही शाइन्स सो दैट गाय सिटिंग देयर द लेटेस्ट फ्रीड मैन इज एसेंशियली slowly and steadily falling in love with the sun and is expressing his love through all these high praises he is bestowing upon the sun hmm the light he gives or it is how the light, he gives his light it is how he shines rising upon the doctors in their beds and on their beds and he's going on and on hmm. and on and the poet has found it unnecessary to hmm. <laughs> give words to it anymore we we get the point yes hmm. you are mesmerized by the sun the sun has made morning happen that morning has overtaken the doctrine that you got yourself freed from and hmm. hence you are happy and no and hence you are freed happiness no and hence you are happy on the sun i mean hence you yeah. are <laughs> praising the sun you are like wow my sun what a sun it is <laughs> <laughs> there's a possibility of a john keats poem here like a thing of beauty is a joy forever <laughs> but yeah that's what this guy is doing right Hmm. Now let's come to the start of the stanza and I want you to start talking now. So the basic facts are clear. Yeah. Yeah. Now let's take this poem apart bit by bit by bit by bit. So now he's this is out of the poem this is he's saying it. Yeah. And um, so I like this part right? uh you get lost in the words of this freedman the latest freedman hmm and when he is not talking it's the poem the poem is describing or the poem is being a poem yeah but this man's talking is poetry which is separate from that poem kind of yeah right yeah. separate from the narration of the poem yeah 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 exactly yeah. so this, i i don't know how to word this properly right yeah yeah that's exactly what you mean i mean Hmm. and this man says this man is this man feels the need to say things yeah that is let's begin there i mean yeah. he when someone is freed they rise at 6 they sit on the edge of their bed yeah and they feel a need to say things yeah which are um, about the sun yeah ah oh. उट I guess the poet has tried to give an image to that situation. Hmm. And so why why should he not feel the need to say, right? He is tired of the old descriptions of the world. 
Yeah. And because of his tiredness and his newly acquired freedom, he is describing the world in his own new way. Yeah. So in a sense, by talking, he is creating a world of his own. Yeah. Yeah. In which there is no doctrine. right the doctrine that existed doctrine is nothing but the old descriptions hmm. right that existed he has overtaken them hmm. in his while basking in the quite literally in the light of his freedom hmm. right so yeah that's that's remarkable am i allowed to make a terrible joke always he can take a selfie and write a caption sun kissed hashtag sun kissed have you seen those yeah we can edit this out it's not necessary sorry i didn't laugh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love hashtag i hope the sun actually kisses such fucking <laughs> <laughs> i would love to see that <laughs> <laughs> the, the red red flames Le of sun forming up out and then coming near them and then just oh, oh they'll be so lost in love <laughs> yeah prem agan mein jhulas jayenge unka astitva khatam ho jayega that's kabir right there for you <laughs> hashtag sunkist was started by kabir wow and obviously the sufi saints anyway let's come back to the poem it's mm. not worth it and so the freed man said and so the freed man said yeah now the truth right so this 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 part of the poem where it says yet having just escaped from the truth the morning is color in mist mm. first of all how beautiful it sounds yeah now after escaping from truth the morning is color in mist right this is one part the morning is color in mist because it has escaped from the truth right the morning has overtaken the doctrine the i i disagree with uh, the morning taking over the doctrine when he says i suppose there is a doctrine to this landscape yeah there's an acceptance to the existence of some doctrine yes and that's exactly the doctrine that has been overtaken by because it's no, so written clearly right escaped, overtaking the doctrine of the escaping landscape. escaping from the truth does not equate to negating the doctrine that's what i'm saying no 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 what i'm trying to say here is the definition of truth was as it was defined by the doctrine Mm-hmm. that's what i'm trying that, to say yeah that and that, having that's escaped, easy to get that's yeah. exactly that why i mean that the word, so there's a difference between truism and truth mm. right so doctrines can manufacture truth in the sense that they can define what the truth is mm. you can define what the truth is and yeah. i can define what the truth is based on one one fact and both our truths can be different right I'm talking about that truth, hmm. right? He has escaped the truth as it was defined by the doctrine, which is hmm. of course based on the old descriptions, right? And having escaped from those truth, that truth, the morning is color and mist. Now I'll tell you the what's the most beautiful way 
of describing color in mist so what is mist the moments rain and sea where where do oh. where does mist come from right and what is light when sun rays hit these particles mm. and you see different lights and which is the moments sun so the moments sun and the moments rain and sea together form color and mist which is the morning hmm now this is <laughs> wallace stevens for you wow wow just wow and this is really existential shit right there you know um it it ponders upon the idea that there is no truth there is just this moment yeah and in this moment there is the rain and the sea and the sun yeah and maybe the doctrine is the moment yeah maybe and when the doctrine is overtaken which means the moment is overtaken by another moment or the moment is overtaken by morning which is a moment yeah if my brain is functioning like this i will wake up at 6 yeah and i'll be on the edge of my bed and not writing sun kissed on instagram <laughs> what do you write on instagram or do you post on instagram what do you do on instagram you post a picture and you write a caption oh and then you put a hashtag oh anyway moving on and so the freedman said so now the adulation of the freedman for the sun is over from now onwards wherever it is mentioned wherever a strong man is mentioned or sun is mentioned and if it is in adulation that it is mentioned then it's the obsession of the poet for the sun not the not yeah, the freedman yeah, yeah. right now the poet is speaking so and so the freedman said it was how the sun came shining into this into his room now it was how the sun came shining into the, his room is an answer to the question that why this supposedly freed man was so enchanted by the sun hmm hmm yeah right and so that. the freed man said well it was no, how the so sun came. the way you see it it sounds like the freed man is saying something again i just want to point out that the freed and so the freed man said there's a period after said yeah 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 so it um, the poet uh, stops telling us correct and also everything. there's a stanza break i mean yeah. after the after the monologue part there's hmm. a there's a stanza break so that is where it gets clear that okay now the poet is talking about what the freedman said exactly exactly so yeah uh, also this is a perfect time to tell our readers that an ideal way to of listening listeners, to our podcast listeners not readers listeners sorry <laughs> is to have this poem open in front of you or at least give it a read we'll we'll post the link of the poem along with the episode and at least to go through it once and then listen to our podcast and if it happens to be a visual poem which we will call out in the very beginning it would be ideal if you have it open in front of you hmm too much work that's okay i mean yeah if you're deep into poetry even if you're, if you're not if you're cooking right now 
i mean please continue yeah if you're cooking right now on an induction plate i think you should apologies. give up and read <laughs> apologies for that <laughs> yeah moving on so it's a new stanza altogether the narration part of uh, the latest freedman uh, the monologue part of the nar- uh, of the latest freedman is over now and the poet voice of the poet takes over now from the next stanza and the poet says and so the freedman said full stop it was how the sun came shining into his room the poet says this as if as an ex- as an explanation of why that guy was so you know into sun <laughs> <laughs> up at 6 and into sun yeah it was how the sun came shining into his room to be without a description of to be and let me tell our listeners that this after it was how the sun came shining into his room there's a colon so what follows is essentially an answer to this question that how did sun came shining into his room the answer is to be without a description of to be for a moment on rising at the edge of the bed to be to have the ant of the self changed to an ox without with its organs organic boom sorry i'll read it again to have the ant of the self changed to an ox with its organic boomings amount any comments on it was how the sun came shining into his room yeah again to be without a description of to be stressing stressing on the existential part of things in general um does this to be without a description of to be reminds you of a certain will <laughs> oh the, the english boy yeah. yeah yeah of course it does to be or not to be that is the question it's like a challenge so here wallace steven says to be without a description of to be so he says he asks a poor old will to shut up <laughs> and <laughs> and just be hmm now here i would like to quote another writer who is an absolute favorite of mine and rohit you will love him his name is raymond carver he's a short story writer he has also written novel or two i suppose i don't know but his short stories are out of the world oh by the way just this is a good segue into introducing rohit our audio engineer let's thank him for the setup that he has been doing nawazish karam aapka shukriya yeah we're not giving you mic though <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what happens with people like him anyway coming back to raymond carver hmm. so he's a short he was a short story writer and he said something a quote of his was shown in the movie birdman oh and that quote is a thing is a thing not what is said about the thing oh that's exactly i i think it what wallace stevens has written here hmm. is something in those lines right since wallace stevens is a poet so he's written it in a you know poetic way <laughs> <laughs> but to be without a description of to be so basically he's saying shut up and just be right yeah i i love this about the existentialists right the amount of effort they take away from one's life <laughs> yeah and yeah. i love i love 
the line to have the ant of the self changed to an ox i was wowed by this line yeah so it's it's almost like freedom gives you the power to become an ox when you think of yourself as an ant yeah 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 it's good is good yeah yeah it's good <laughs> but what is better is what follows to have the ant of the self changed to an ox with its organic boomings to be changed from a doctor into an ox before standing up to know that the change and that the ox like struggle come from the strength that is the strength of the sun what i find remarkable about this section of the poem is before standing up to know the change and that the ox like struggle now the ant has quite literally become an ox and when i imagine it imagine in your mind an ant becoming an ox right hmm. you don't imagine an ant becoming an a standing ox or turning into a standing ox ant becoming an ox if you imagine that transition in terms of images the ant has to become an ox that is sitting yeah right and then it stands up on its legs and that's exactly the image the poet has tried to paint by saying before standing up so before you're becoming an ox and standing up or before you're claiming your identity as an ox you have to know that you have changed to know what the to change to know that the change yeah and that the ox, ox like, like struggle. struggle come from the strength that is the strength of the sun so now this is the adulation of the poet for the sun so i want to i want to talk about the ox like struggle here a bit yeah so for an ant carrying its weight was easy the weight of the ant yeah and when you become an ox to carry you care. understand that the ox has to carry its weight yeah yeah and that is its own struggle correct 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 and that's obviously also what about this line from a doctor into an ox yeah i i was actually sub, uh, okay i missed this so here i think that meaning of doctor is something else the one who creates doctor exactly yeah okay I don't know whether it actually means that but it it certainly fits. <laughs> yeah, it has to fit. It fits. So doctor is someone who that okay, I I searched in the dictionary. I I did my research. I do it. Good job. It's your job to do that. The meaning of doctors here, does it mean one who creates doctrines? What the You did not <laughs> search. No, it's, only it's open. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I read it here not not so it also means you know tamper with something alter the content of something to to doctor something oh right? yeah so yeah. i think it but i i still think that it refers to the one who has created a doctrine yeah so okay i uh, can you check the meaning of doctrine ha huh. maybe we'll find find a few things yeah yeah i did i did but i'll do it again but doctrine means even in the most doctrine means what we think it is a belief or set of beliefs held and taught by a church political party or some other group. yeah 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 so it's set of rules is there down. is there anything yes. else yes so its roots lie in the word doctor 
doctor in latin means a teacher okay so that's why that explains the doctor here does not mean a guy in white coat with a stethoscope okay so uh, now look at this transition right from a doctor into an ox so this person is going on some trips man the fr- latest freedman is creating doctrines and while doing that the latest freedman turns into an ox from an ant and this entire journey is captured in this one line from a doctor into an ox no so to be changed from a doctor into an ox i'll tell you what this means according to me so doctrines are bad that is clear this poem is simply i mean to to put it in the most simplest of terms <laughs> doctrines are bad that's that's what you get freed from yeah, right yeah, yeah, so yeah. now getting freedom from a doctrine all doctrine also means that you also have a, an alternative doctrine that you probably are following right hmm right you don't have to fall in that trap if you are free that's what it means yeah yeah that yeah. while you so are standing on your feet as on on your feet as an ox you don't have to be you have to change yourself from a doctor to an ox yeah you no longer are the ones who create doctrines so if the next man is not following your doctrine i mean you're not supposed to create doctrine for the next man man you're an ox hmm. right you hmm. do what you do you have to right. carry your strength yeah you have to carry your weight oh did i say you have to carry your strength interesting think about this yeah i'll i'll wake up at 6 in the morning <laughs> sit at the edge of my bed <laughs> open instagram <laughs> we'll say or bell bell kya karta hai mod and then i'll wonder about what what did you say ye bell kya karta hai carrying your strength ha ha then i'll i'll okay yeah i'll do that i'll definitely do that i'll definitely wake up at 6 yeah mm, moving on No. so the 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 change and the ox like struggle come from the strength that is the strength of the sun yeah and what the, what is sun doing in the last the stanza the sun is how the sun came shining into his room now the sun is shining of course but the sun is creating morning mist right i mm. mean creating color and mist mm. right and and it is the strong man is not the sun remember it's the moment's sun hmm. if you read the last stanza right the moment sun is essentially so what he's trying to say basically is the the magic that is created or whatever the so is the source of the magic that is created one example of which is the morning mist and color is what will drive you to freedom hmm. yeah the hmm. moment sun is creating the magic of the morning mist and color right mm and that is something that will make you an ox from an ant and that of of course will free you mm now i think is the best time to reveal that wallace stevens poetry most of his later poems are a kind of a manifesto of how to write poetry Oh, there's so? always a hidden message of how to create art 
in each of his poems most of his later poems are about how to create in a very off-handed way and this is among his later poems yeah yeah i mean yeah he always wondered about Is he like a student of soren kierkegaard or something what the f- i think the first existentialist philosopher soren kierkegaard yeah. danish guy ha uh-huh. was i don't know the timelines though so we we could not be sure ha uh, okay but yeah yeah influenced by no it's possible he was a he 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 was he read philosophy and quite a lot in philosophy psychology he was a he was you can call him a evil corporate man he worked for an insurance company his his first poem was published when he was probably 40 or something okay so yeah he was a he was not a full time poet like wh orden okay or, or some of them so he he did poetry part time but i i part time would be a wrong way of expressing it he also had a day job let's put it mm. that way right so from a doctor into an ox before standing up to know that the change and that the ox like struggle come from the strength that is the strength of the sun whether it comes directly or from the sun I did not understand this. Okay, uh what the way I underst- understood it is like whether it is the literal meaning of the sun rays or whether it is in so everything is exists because of the sun, right? It is a source of energy for most of the things on earth. So whether it is directly sunlight is talking about or maybe derived in a derived way the sun helps you exist. No, so again, if if the strength is coming from the sun, is what you're saying? It's co- you're saying that it's coming directly from the sun. No, no. Ah, so I put an or there. It is coming directly from the sun. No, the sun rays directly that you experience on your body. But if the food you eat also has in some or the other way. But then it should be written indirectly, right? Whether it comes indirectly or from the sun. Yeah, that is true. So from the sun, basically. would have meant indirectly if i were true how can it mean that i don't know i mean i'm just putting across a point which i will disagree to completely yeah yeah i it's a, it's it was just, it was the only possible it was the only thing that that is closest you could get to an explanation no let's think about this man because i don't think this is just a coincidence no it's not it's probably there to make you think about it whether it comes directly or from the sun oh okay uh just read the previous line carefully to know that the change no no uh, the line after that no no let me do it okay okay yeah. to know that the change and that the ox like struggle come from the strength that is the strength of the sun whether it comes directly or from the sun so come from the strength that is the strength of the sun so this he means by this he means the enormity of strength that you'll need is equivalent to the strength strength that comes from the sun right 
now whether mm. that it sources the sun directly or whether whether it's the source whether the source is the sun or whether it comes directly to you i mean from, from some, somewhere from somewhere right 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 yeah. okay okay whether it gets redirected to you from the sun or whether it comes directly to you yeah 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 right yeah it was how so he, sorry it here is the knowledge to know that the change Correct. and that Correct. the ox like struggle so the yeah. knowledge will come to you directly or it will come to you from the sun is yeah. what he said okay yeah now that's 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 one direction i want to go in go at go in go in go in i went in that's what she said that's that is what she said no she would she, you you went in she would have said it if you if it was you went what in. if she was a lesbian uh, do they go in i don't know rohit nods yeah <laughs> 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 if your information is coming from the video content that is banned in india then i'm not so sure <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that a married man knows that this kind of content is banned in India. <laughs> yeah. No, it's been banned since we were in college, so. Oh, is it so? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never faced it. <laughs> we had DC++. Anyways, uh, let's continue. Or uh, should we? Uh, you want to say something about this? No, so I think we've said what we wanted to say. Let's mm-hmm. It was how he was free or it was it was how he was free which one is it the knowledge is i think it is it was how he was free yeah the knowledge was how he was free he, since he had that knowledge that knowledge made him free hmm. it was how he was free it was how his freedom came no i think the second one both both i think are knowledge no no it is knowledge but in the second one if you emphasize on how it becomes more interesting it was it was how he was free it was how his freedom came hmm i mean what is interesting in that so that so okay does the difference in emphasis change the meaning in the first yeah, line you, i emphasized it, on it it does not change the meaning it changes I mean, it the question the, and it therefore yeah. changes the answer yeah i mean the connotation does it the the emphasis in both the cases is on how anyways the emphasis is not on it here anyways no no it's like no no so okay look at it this way if the meaning of it is the knowledge right then you're saying that the knowledge was how he was free right hmm but what if that's not the case what if it meant it, it was how he was free if that it did not mean knowledge right then what that's what i mean but that's clear that the no the fact that he had the knowledge it was how he was free 
so it's a the difference is in the cause and effect so the, in the first case the knowledge is making him free right in the second case it was how he was free led him to that knowledge actually there's one another thing then so just before this when the poet says whether it comes directly or from the sun yeah this line is meant to say that it does not matter Where whether it comes, it comes directly or from the sun yeah then why why think about how he was free i don't know i'm just i'm just asking whether the way he got free so in the second case you are not taking for granted the fact that he got free because of the knowledge if you emphasize on how it was how he was free that led to him to this knowledge hmm right hmm the cause and effect are different in both the cases but when you say it was how he was free you are stating that the knowledge was the reason hmm for his freedom in the second case that becomes ambiguous the knowledge might be the reason but the fact so the constants are different in the first case the constant is that there is knowledge and it mm. is leading to freedom mm. in the second case the constant is that there is freedom right and and it how it came the way he got free is something it that led to that knowledge so, or or the way he was free was the freedom yeah 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 that is making more sense in this case yeah yeah but it's different from the first case that we discussed that we cannot uh, i mean i don't know if we do not take this fact for granted that the knowledge made him free right no, then the becomes, knowledge is not making him free no but it the, is the the knowledge is the effect of freedom yeah then it's then not the sh- cause of yeah, freedom yeah then 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 it there should be emphasis on how yeah both in both the sentences yeah, yeah. The i read it in the, so but you emphasize if you emphasize on it it means that the knowledge is the it was how the yeah, knowledge yeah, yeah. was how exactly but free. yeah but, but that is what i'm saying so then maybe yeah no how how has the emphasis in both case cases no 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 in the first case it has the emphasis I'm not talking about the phonetics of it. I'm talking about what you want to keep constant. In the first case, we are keep keeping it constant, right? I get what you're saying, but I'm disagreeing. Hmm. I, so listen to this. It was how he was free. It was how his freedom came. Hmm. So it in both was how he was free. By it, I mean knowledge. So knowledge was no, how. No, but I'm speak. saying that's that's not true. The knowledge is not the cause. The knowledge is a mm. result of freedom. Yeah, that I don't know. No, that's Bec- that's clear when when uh, you read this, right? To have the ant of the self changed to an ox with its organic boomings, to be changed from a doctor into an ox before standing up, to know. that the change and that the ox like struggle come from the strength that is the strength of the sun yeah so all this i don't know both can be i mean both oh, cases are possible wait. that's what i'm talking about i'm not denying what you're saying but wait 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 i noticed another thing 
so there is a consistency of it was how yeah this entire second part of when the poet takes over yeah starts with it was how yeah it was how the sun came shining into his room then then there's a bunch of stuff and then there's again it was how he was free it was how his freedom yeah. came then again there's it was being without description being an ox it was the importance of the trees outdoors yeah. so this it is not knowledge yeah we have to go back and find what this it is yeah the it is an explanation is the explanation of the poet that why that guy fell in love with the sun or why he is a freed man right that's what we did so it was how hmm. the sun came shining hmm. into his room that made him so enchanted hmm. that made him wake up at 6 a.m yeah and so on and it was how he was free it was how his freedom came it was being without description being an ox yeah now it's a simple hmm. this thing it was the importance of the trees outdoors yeah he was looking at the trees outdoors and how important they were the freshness of the oak leaves not, not so, so much, much that they were oak leaves as the way they looked now here is an interesting part being and looking so i like i like how there is a line break so that they were oak leaves as the way they line break yeah. looked yeah that's quite interesting so i've i've started noticing these line breaks i'm happy see progress in poetry reading yo 101 101 no it's not 101 probably 1001 <laughs> but anyway yeah it was the importance of the trees outdoor the freshness of the oak leaves not so much that they were they were oak leaves as the way they looked so the difference between being and looking Hmm. you can okay so oak tree is not a part of that man right no, so no, he the, can only the, the freshness the freshness is because they looked fresh correct but that contradicts in a way what the poet was trying to say earlier to be without, without a description a to be yeah so the way you look is a description of what it actually is hmm. but the main the difference here is that you can only be yourself and you can only look hmm at others at everything else exactly so this oak tree is the first thing at which this uh, this guy this freed man is looking hmm. right so he cannot be an oak tree and that's made very clear in the way this line is framed the freshness of the oak leaves not so much that they were they were oak leaves as the way they looked right because that guy cannot be oak tree oak leaf oak tree leaves hmm. whatever it is oak leaves yeah he can only look but he can be himself and that's what comes in the next line it was everything being more real himself at the center of reality seeing it Mm. this makes it absolutely crystal clear right he can only be his own reality and he can only look at other realities or other things that have realities of their own 
and you are at the center of your reality you are at the center and of your reality and you are seeing exactly you're not your being reality. other realities yeah. you are seeing other realities that's a fundamental difference which is a beautiful this is this guy is a breathtaking poet no this is some existential <laughs> shit man <laughs> yeah now wow. i love the way next line is framed just because of how it sounds it was everything bulging and blazing and big in itself bulging and blazing and big in itself hmm it's like a drum roll yeah it's in meter aha uh-huh. traditional so what is a traditional meter in poetry yeah do we have one more r no but <laughs> <laughs> okay just for our listeners i'll give the definition of how poets have traditionally been defining meter so a line in a poetry in a poem is uh, constitutes of syllables start again a line in poetry constitutes of syllables hmm i'll take the example of this line hmm it was everything bulging and blazing and big in it itself it was everything bulging and blazing and big in itself there are 16 syllables in this line okay right now the syllables there are two kinds of syllables in english language one is stressed syllable one is unstressed syllable mm-hmm. the example of a stressed syllable here is bul in bulging mm. right you say bulging so bulging is made up of two syllables the first one is stressed the other is unstressed okay right so the arrangement of a an unstressed and stressed syllable is called a foot mm. right it can be first unstressed second stressed or first stressed second unstressed mm. then there are combinations of three syllables Hmm. so you know the number of possibilities that can be so there right. are technical names for it so unstressed stressed is called iamb mm-hmm. stressed unstressed is called a trochee okay right so an iambic and 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 a and a combination of these foot these feet is hmm. called meter okay so if an iambic foot repeats itself five times in the line which means the line is t- ten syllabled and constitutes of five iambic mm-hmm. feet then it's called an iambic pentameter okay now this is poetry 101 yeah <laughs> yeah so it was everything till here i mean you can arrange it you can say it in the form of a traditional meter that you can it was every everything but that doesn't mm-hmm. make sense so till it was everything this is like a normal prose like line hmm. but when it starts from bulging and blazing and big in itself hmm. there's a clear metrical pattern here hmm. bulging and blazing and but there is a line break after itself. big after big no there's no line break after big you're reading oh. it on phone oh oh my bad so this bulging and blazing and big in itself is an iambic pentameter not mm-hmm. iambic it is trochaic pentameter it starts okay. with bulging blazing okay. the first syllable is a stressed one so and then the blue of the rug the portrait of vidal 
ट्री Oh. So they only count syllables. They don't count the uh, going of up and down of syllables. Okay. That's what I have read, but I don't know how to read French, and I don't know French, so yeah. not missing anything in life. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So it was everything being more real, himself at the center of reality, seeing it. It was everything bulging and blazing and big in itself. the blue of the rug the portrait of vedal qui fe fi de joile banal the chairs also i like the rhyming banal and vedal yeah. now this is what you called inner rhyming this is basically end to inner rhyme mm. then there is inner inner rhyme then there is end end rhymes mm. so whenever people say rhyme in general what I they mean, they mean is, end, is rhyme. end end rhymes yeah but that's just one way of rhyming mm. right and poets make a very conscious decision of inserting inner rhymes as well they are hidden in the lines mm-hmm. between the lines and that's why poetry reads uh, sounds different from prose yeah yeah that's that's the reason so yeah uh, the last thing that he says is it was everything essentially what he's saying is what made him sit on the edge of his <laughs> bed at 6am in the morning no 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 nothing made him sit on the edge of the bed at 6am in the morning he sat yeah sorry the bed my bed at 6am yeah, yeah, in the morning yeah, and nothing that's made it. him yeah 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 this it was it was it was the list of it was is is essentially the conjectures that the poet is making mm. that probably vidal <laughs> probably so it was everything it was ev- so uh, this is this poem is simply describing a moment yes and when you notice a moment at such depth you are the latest freedman yeah so when when i was when i read this poem for the first time i uh, wrote this line which i want to read yeah this is obviously not poetic this is just an observation so don't expect a poetry piece here hmm so i wrote that reading also feels like listening to an orchestral piece it's like a musical piece a huge orchestra is playing towards the end it grows larger and larger so much so that you don't need to hear all that is being played all you need to understand is that it is something big yeah and grand and everything is coming together yeah when when rohit what is the ending of an orchestra called crescendo i mean it's when it's at the top right yeah 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 so it's, that's crescendo crescendo So when it hits, yeah, you I can't agree. you can't notice 
uh, every individual instrument yeah 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 it's like but it's a consonance of everything yeah to sum it up basically that guy sat on the at the edge of his bed at 6am in the morning and started you know praising the sun and falling in love with it and then wallace steven starts giving us explanations about it he starts gives us a detailed image another detailed image another image another image another image then he starts listing out things that are around <laughs> right so mm. the frequency of things that are thrown at you the frequency of it was is that are thrown at you <laughs> right that increases yeah. that's exactly why it corresponds from the crescendo or the orchestra mm. comparison that you made that that's completely that completely makes sense this is something that we discussed also we both observed it when we were writing our first impressions oh yeah that's the only thing yeah. we agreed on <laughs> while we read this poem for the first time yeah yeah so how was the poem i know we need to take a pause to digest this moment before that can you please thank me no you've never officially thanked me for introducing you to poets like wallace stevens yeah you actually make a great point you know there is some acknowledgement due because can it be i mean can it be repaid in money no okay. no then then then, then let it be due <laughs> <laughs> i don't care <laughs> yeah <laughs> awkward so wallace stevens huh thank you <laughs> great poet <laughs> so i'll talk about wallace stevens uh in detail so he was a poet in the us he started he he worked for an insurance company which i've already said hmm. and there, there was a very interesting habit of his he always used to walk to his workplace he never used to take any kind of transportation be it public transport or and he earned he, he was in, he was a very senior in a very senior position in that company and he was a proper corporate guy and while walking from his home to his office he used to observe things on his way and he often took different routes as well and based on most of his poems are based on the observations made during that trip because he had a day job and he didn't get much time to write poetry no oh. so that's how he managed he got published for the first time when he was 42 years old probably or 36 i don't remember but quite late hmm. uh, in his life quite later in his life and he is the flag bearer though people have made him the flag bearer he never claimed himself to be a modernist of modern poetry hmm. now modern poetry did three very important things at that point of time first they said that we will not write in meter and rhyme right doesn't mean that the kind of free verse that you talk about right? <laughs> no they said that we will not write sonnets we will not write we will not follow so we will not follow the metronomic structure of the iambic hmm. pentameter what we'll do is we'll make the pro, the lines of poetry more interesting by playing around with the pattern of speeches we'll play around with it so mm. and the second thing that they did was they emphasized less on the description of the thing that they are seeing and more 
on trying to fuel the imagination of the reader hmm right so that's exactly what this poem has done to us right it has fueled our imagination it it has essentially pushed us towards thinking about something that's not literally written in the poem which was not the case with poetry that was happening before modernists and the third thing that these guys did was an emphasis on image trying to hmm. paint so before them what poetry was trying to do was using the best words possible to describe something hmm what these guys did was using the best image possible to communicate some point right and there was another thing that which wallace stevens rarely followed that the the that you should use only you should the words that you use should be absolutely necessary if it's not absolutely necessary to use a word in a line remove it hmm so brevity was something that these modernist poets uh, tried to bring into the into their poetry hmm. and also wallace stevens emphasizes on how the words or the lines sound and that's very clear in the choice that he has made in the frequency of it was that we have discussed yeah right so this is a very clear choice and this these kind of patterns you notice in other wallace stevens poems as well so there's a poem of wallace Ste- and also the the image part that i was talking about there's a poem of wallace stevens called 13 ways of looking at a blackbird hmm and that's a remarkable poem and it's nothing but 13 three lines stanzas okay right and the image is the same right ek ladki ko dekha to aisa laga no <laughs> that's romantic poet that's words worth for you sorry sorry ek hi ladki ko dekha kaisa laga usko 10 alag alag tarikon se define kar diya jaise bla 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 jaise bla 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 that jaise bla 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 underscore 2 bla 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 underscore 3 bla 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 underscore 4 that's not how wallace stevens thought so that 13 ways of looking at a blackbird is a beautiful beautiful poem we'll probably read it i mean what stops us from reading multiple poems of wallace stevens nothing yeah, we'll we'll definitely read and yeah so that was wallace stevens and another important thing to note about him was he was not that much involved in the poetry circles because back then poets poetry writing poetry was serious business people were doing that shit full time right so how that, did they make money from it mostly people were mostly teaching in colleges oh and they were getting grants and all those things so yeah so then they had like a circle they used to yeah, hang out yeah they like, had a circle modernist poets had a circle there was a guy called ts eliot who was a guy called ts eliot yeah he was a guy <laughs> called ts eliot and there was a there was a brilliant poet and critic called ezra pound who mm-hmm. who started a a movement called imagism we'll discuss that someday mm. and he had three rules we'll we'll discuss that so today we're talking about wallace stevens so wallace stevens was the one who interestingly did not completely uh make his poetry devoid of all the romantic references hmm right you see the praise of the sun here and yeah. you see the there are some cliches like personification of of the sun right so he was he used such kind of tropes but he used them effectively his poetry is not just that 
yeah yeah in fact yeah, it's anything but that. that right so that's how wallace stevens that that's what wallace stevens was and he has inspired a generation of poets uh and he still he, many of his poems still elude me i cannot get i cannot understand what they mean or mm. i yeah that's why this podcast is f- there for yeah but then we'll end up discussing only wallace stevens <laughs> <So> <laughs> that's something i don't want but yeah that is that is it all right thank you bye bye c i a o